the Shady Pines and Afterthought Media podcast on which gay people discuss the Golden Girls. Today, we're talking about Season 2, Episode 24, titled To Catch a Neighbor. First, from show business, please say hello to Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam. Hi, Joe. Uh, missed you. Oh, I missed you, too. By the way, the next, uh, she was here a week ago. Lori, we are so pressed for time. You have a lot of homework. I'm here. From Bloody Podcast, please say hello to the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip, and glower herself. Oh, it's, it's gloss, gloss up. up and gore. Miss mm. Lori Roggenkamp. No, Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. How are you? Oh, there you. By the way, like... this is the All Star Six trio. <gasps> I forgot to tell you something. By the way, I know when it premieres. Remind me to tell you after. You, from a reliable source, because I saw a rumor on Discord. From them. <gasps> oh, wow. interesting. Wow, wow, text wow, me right wow, now. Wow. Tell me the text okay. right. I want to see what it is right now. Okay, cool. I want to know who them is, by the way. I'll, I'll tell you that as well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so Lori, it's been a week. What have you been up to this past week? Uh, you know, I uh, just all the things, you know, yeah. just like I had a lot of like growth. Um, you know, I sort of really thought about my how I am in relation to the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa, what'd you, what'd you come up with? Yeah. What did you come up with, Lori? Uh, this, no, Lori, I, I can't I believe you didn't make Sunday company. <laughs> You're going to give a Chipotle. second chance. Wait, yeah. Lori, say that joke again. I think I'm going to give Chipotle a second chance. Um, I got food poisoning from them several times mm-hmm. in 2019. Mm-hmm. More than and once. Yeah, and it made me not want to go. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks ago, I got sick after eating Chipotle. But I don't think that was Chipotle's fault. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to give it a go again. You know? I feel like, look, I feel like Chipotle loves me. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't know how to show that love. And sometimes it hurts me. So okay. my well, Chipotle order is recently, my Chipotle order recently changed. Would you have a go-to Chipotle order, Adam Salander? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I do a. I never really liked the burritos because it, they're not mixing it up. So I just get a bowl, um, and that's fine. I can mix it up myself. Well, you know, but the, I'm not, yeah. Go ahead. I just I love Mexican food. I don't care about Chipotle that much. Lori, what about what's your go-to order at Chipotle? Uh, it is a half carnitas, half chicken burrito bowl with uh, corn, sour cream, cheese, and a side of guacamole and chips. Richie Rich. Yeah, I think if I left anything out. Yeah. That's That's for breakfast. For dinner... (laughs) Peanut butter, uh, eight hundred pound gorilla. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
Oh, I'm very, I'm a very white. Somebody just said that my order was bland AF, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a very white person. Yeah. Um. So I cannot handle spices. I recently realized that when I ordered things, what I looked, I I used to get like a small side of chips and queso, and then I realized I was really most excited about the chips and queso, so I was like, I'm just gonna get chips and queso, save myself a lot of money yeah. too, by the way, and then Aiden yeah. was like. Just chips and queso? That seems kind of gross. And I go, you're not going to have any kind of protein? Which to me, the queso is the protein. But anyway. (laughs) To me. Yeah. And then I go, okay. So then I added, I'd never done a crunchy taco at um, Chipotle. And I never had the barbacoa. I did a crunchy taco with, that was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Barbacoa is really spicy. Oh, really? Yeah, now that is fucking white as fuck. Um, all right, we need to keep this under half an hour. So why don't we do this? We have a time limit. So Landra has a clock going. And, Starting uh, now. Yeah, no, we have we we have twenty five minutes left in the conversation. I know we're gonna go to break right now. When we come back, it'll begin a twenty four minute conversation about, um, you know, Lori's theories as to why uh, uh, spare tires on your body exist. And the different sounds that they make. And then we'll do one minute for references. All right, here we go. We'll be back right after this. show up to tell the girls that their new neighbors the McDowells are jewel thieves the girls are shocked they're even more surprised when those detectives ask to stay at their place for several days to stake out the neighbors and wait for the right moment to arrest them Dorothy falls for the older one named Al while Rose plays amateur detective after the couple's arrested in a blaze of gunfire the younger one is shot in the arm after a visit in the hospital they'll learn he'll be okay but this is enough for Dorothy to decide she can't date a man who might not come home that same night uh, really quickly here, Solandra, your thoughts on this episode? Um, again, I wasn't. They weren't my kind of jokes uh, compared to what the gals usually give. But you know, I I liked the guest stars. Here's what I actually really liked is the relationship between Dorothy and the cop. Mm-hmm. Like I like when a crush is like coming out in full like anger and hatred, mm-hmm. and then it's just like bubbling underneath. I appreciated that. That's how um, Lori and I I'll, met. Yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. that's still bubbling. I feel yeah, that yeah. tension to this day. Actually, I think we, we were not night- like each other. It gets worse as we <laughs> like when I first met her. I invited <laughs> over for chicken and waffles to oh. uh, Roscoe's. Yeah. Well, Joe Joe doesn't want to admit that we're best friends. Like mm. we're like this. I'm but, not even sure like, we're friends. Like this because we're too fat to get close to each other. So. <laughs> Is that how it works? I'm so fat no. I can't even do I that. Can't, yeah. I, can't I, have to, I have fingers. to actually put my fingers in. Can you I, do I, that? Solandra, yeah, that's what we can do. Solandra, can you cross your fingers? Oh my God. Oh my God. Now do that with your top off. <laughs> in my chonies. Yeah, in your yeah. chonies. Um, <laughs> uh, Solandra, so he wasn't a big fan of this episode. He was just whatever about it. Laura, your thoughts? Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a week to digest uh, this episode. Oh, and you the 800 prong gorilla. Uh, both yeah they they both take a week to digest they take a while it's about 100 pounds Uh, per day yeah my liver sent me a suicide note Um, (laughs) 
so my my gallbladder went out yeah. like a year a couple years ago my gallbladder mm-hmm. was like it just packed its bag i'm yeah. out <laughs> like later i will i see ya. do this mm-hmm. wouldn't want to be a baby yeah um no i uh i will say i, I think i like the other one more just because i felt like there were more jokes um there were funny moments in this one but I look, I, I agree with Adam. I love the way that the relationship played out. I just, one of the things that I guess frustrates me about the golden girls is I feel like everything sort of has to resolve itself within the time, within the episode. Like it just doesn't seem like they, there can be any carryover. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, very sitcom. And so I, I don't like, it was like, it was almost like I liked the relationship, but I was also like, well, it's not going to last. So Oh, so you knew it wouldn't, so you just gave up. Yeah, I kind of was like, well, I I was almost like then just going, how are they going to... My, I thought for a hot second that it was going to turn out that they were actually... Yes! I agree with you, Lori. Yeah. And then... Yeah, and then they were, like, robbing the place next to them or something. Also, like, this... The... (laughs) It's going to sound really stupid. As somebody who loves Dateline and all that stuff, the logistics of the actual staking out and the crime part of it was very confusing to me. If they already knew that they were jewel thieves, then why didn't, why wouldn't they just do like go undercover and pretend to be buyers? Why would they need to go to an old person's house and stake out the Well, house? what I don't understand is why did they have to live there? Wouldn't they have like well, yeah. people who relieve them on the shit? Like in other words, like, uh, we'll be here. We're gonna say, but people will come in and out. Why they don't? Why does they live there? But they never. They were essentially living there so they could spy on them. But then they needed to. But so they could listen into what they were doing. But then they needed to go into their house to tap their phone so they could listen into what they were. It was like a lot of the same thing. And then uh, what I love is you could tell that the writers just didn't give a shit because. The when they're leaving to go arrest them, Dorothy's like, or I forgot who said, I think it was Dorothy was like, what's going on? And he's like, I can't talk about it. Just sit on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just these poor old women cowering on the ground. That was wild. It it was just like, this is insane. Like, why, why do they, why are there guns at a jewel heist? Also, like, what jewels? Are they selling them or stealing them? And there was just so know. many semantics that I felt like were missing that I didn't think needed were needed in this, you know. And they all had like presumed bedtimes, like they could go to like I don't understand. And also like it was a there was a weird sexual energy between Blanche and George Clooney. And when she goes like you know, it's lights out, Mister. I would have been like, uh, I'm an adult man. But then at the same time, it's like, uh, this is my house, so if I want you to turn the lights off, you'll turn the goddamn lights off. Well, we haven't talked about this. So George Clooney, a young George Clooney, is uh, plays the younger cop. You didn't know that, really? No, just kidding. Oh. Also, can I just – I'm going to say this as a – George Clooney, to me, is such a confusing person because he's, like, one of the only men I can think of that I truly find more attractive as he gets older. Like, young George Clooney does... I mean, oh, I'm also a lesbian, so that's it. But young George so that's Clooney... It. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. There we go. See you All later, right, everyone. Yeah. Look, young George Clooney does nothing. Young George Clooney's face looks like a foot. Like, it looks like a hairy foot. And 
as he gets older, he looks great. But this, George Clooney here, I was like, I don't understand. I would be like, oh, this old man is with his mentally mentally disabled son. Like, he looks wow. like he has this flash wow. of the down. Counterpoint. Like, Counterpoint. George Clooney does nothing for me, same. but he's very hot in this episode. Same. I agree. I'm, yeah. I'm, I really? have to go with yeah. as people who actually like men. Wow. Yeah. That's true. I guess but I can't argue that. It's no. funny. I actually think the women that I know agree with you, yeah. Lori. So maybe it is a not even gay lesbian, but a, a true man woman. Well, it's a weird thing because there, there's certain men like this. I think, George, I've never – and I know gay guys who are into all types of people. Right, sure. I have never heard a gay guy fawn over George Clooney. Weird, same. Yeah, I've never heard someone go like, "Oh, you know who used to be like that too?" As uh, women liked him, but gay guys didn't. Was this uh, Sean Connery? Oh, women loved Sean. Con- oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and I was like, me. I've never heard a gay guy talk about Sean Connery. You know, interesting. Sean Connery. Also, Sean Connery just like Sean Connery never seemed like the kind of guy that gave a shit about making sure his partner was sexually satisfied. Oh, you no. know, like, I don't think that about George Clooney, but I definitely feel like Sean Connery was like, I'm in and I'm out. And that's all you're going to get. <laughs> what, what, what's One funny, time in and out. What's yeah. funny with Sean Connery is he died at the right time because um, he had some problematic oh. things about him. Like he did an interview with Barbara Walters. Where he said that he was OK to slap a woman. Yeah. And then told her he, that, she does, that she needed to be slapped. Oh, well, what? I mean, yeah. that's the whole that's the whole ball game there. That's the shit that pisses me off. I have friends who are mourning the loss of DMX and he was a rapist. And it's like and Wait, 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 wait. Do we do we know this, Lori? Yeah, there were many, many women who came forward and said that he raped them. Okay, I want to say this is alleged a rapist. He's an alleged rapist. He was never convicted right, of rape. Well, he's pretty almost a rapist. I don't need uh, Jay's boyfriend coming after me. <laughs> yeah. What a twist. Yeah. Well, he's not a lawyer. He's not he's not your lawyer. So yeah, exactly. That's for sure. But I'm just saying that like there's so many problematic people out there and it's always like for some reason when they die you have so many people. There was a woman who uh <clears throat> called out a guy on an in an improv group for doing something untoward and she was like she put a post up about I think it was Sean Connery. It could have been somebody else. I was like, really? I think it was Sean Conroy. Yeah, it's probably. Oh, you mentioned it. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. But I'm just saying that there's so many there's so many problematic things about like old men. You know, like no, I don't think any old man has ever not abused a woman. That's just my opinion. You know, and again, I guess that's along the allegedly. But but I'm sure what she's saying is. To be clear, every single old man has abused a woman. That's what she yeah. just said. Every every old man is a a, a woman abuser. She literally just wanted to make that. sure that was clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the same person who Laurie. I don't want. And I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to start this fight. Okay. But it has to do with religion. And oh, I God, got. Yes. E- it's one of the few opinions Laurie's ever said where, like, I actually got emails about it, and I, oh. so that's why I don't want to get into it. Exciting. Oh yeah. Because well, I said been... that all religion is a cult, and people got butthurt about that because they're in a cult. And when you're in a cult and somebody calls you out for it, you get butthurt. So that's why. Seems fair. I want to make it, down. I, I, yeah, I want to make it clear that Lori Roggenkamp's opinions are not necessarily those. Uh, in fact, not only not necessarily, they are not the opinions of uh, Afterthought <laughs> Media 
or Joe Batanz. They are of the Adams Landra, though. He totally signed on. Obviously. But uh, speaking of problematic, potentially, yeah. I have a question from this episode. Yeah. Uh, one of the jokes, they said, I, I don't remember what it was, but same hairdresser as Whoopi Goldberg. Um, I'm assuming that's racist now. But but does anyone know what hairstyle she had at this time? I think it's the same. To? I think it's the same thing she has now. It's those like uh, dreadlocks. Oh well, then that's racist. Did she have like short? I feel like she's always had good hair. Didn't she have like sh- a little bit shorter hair? Like when she was hey, doing. Let me um, look up. Let me look up Whoopi Goldberg, nineteen eighty-seven. Well, also, what would, does anyone remember the actual joke? Like who they were t- saying that to? Because I don't. But I uh, guess that, that yeah, you're right. I think that is racist because I've never known Lu- uh, Lucy. I was gonna say I've never known Lucy Goldberg have bad hair. But maybe they're just referring okay. that because I got it's not I got it right here. This is this is actually her this is actually Whoopi Goldberg from only a couple months before this episode. So actually probably around the time that this episode was taped. I'm gonna um, I'll put it in the Discord and then I will uh put it in the Well are you on Discord right now, uh Solandra? Yeah, but I didn't know everyone was once Lori no, said no, 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 a little comment. Here, I'll put it no I'll put it in the Google in. Meet. I'll put it in the Google Meet. Here we go. Yeah, uh, that's then. Then that comment was racist because that's I like that. It's actually very cool. Look in the chat. Yeah. Oh, you're there right now. Okay, but if if now is it racist though? If someone a white person had hair like this and you were making fun, if I said that, I wouldn't be making fun of Whoopi's hair. I'd be saying, okay, you, I'm making fun of you for trying to look like Whoopi. So maybe it's okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I think the main thing is that they're trying to say that it's not, I don't know, I think maybe the, the way I took it is like, it's kind of unruly a little bit, like it doesn't, sure. it, it doesn't, it's not flowing with the, I hey, don't know. Either I way, like there's, I'm, I feel like I'm making worse. there's no need to defend them because they're not, they were never afraid to be, have a little, right? I mean, this was the eighties and some things were said and they were progressive at the time, but yeah. um, I'm sure it was racist. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. Well, look, they say horrible things about Lo- Dorothy all the time. I think the joke ultimately was you're a white person with a black person hair. I mean, they're, they're, I don't know. It's a problem. It's a, I don't know what to call it racism, but it's definitely an insensitive and problematic statement to make. Kind of like all religions are a cult. Um, okay. <laughs> Well, if it's truthful, then it can't be wrong. So, here come the emails. Yeah, send all emails. Oh, Lori, we don't do that joke anymore. We don't. Yeah. Well, what we had? We let me tell Salandra what happened. So, I used to do this joke where I would say, "I think uh, it's it, when I started doing the uh, all." <laughs> Cult. Yeah, right the time, yeah, right the time you started doing the all religious cult, I started getting emails. Yeah. I, any, anytime anything that was offensive said on Drag Race Recap or anywhere, I'd be like, uh, email afterthoughtmedia at the best of today at gmail.com. And most people picked up on that it was a joke. That was giving out Lori's email address, right? But then she actually did get somebody who wrote to you, right, Lori? And thought yeah. they were talking to me. <laughs> but it was such a weird. No, it was. It was literally the weirdest email because it was like, tell Joe to call me. And then it was their their phone number in the email. So the headline was, tell Joe to call me. And the phone number was in the email. And I was like, why is she sent? Why didn't she just send it directly to you? Like, <laughs> she knows your email. I'm assuming it's a she. It could have been a he. No, it was a but she. It was a she. It was, I mean, it was so weird. And I was like, 
she wants you to call her. Like, I, just, yeah. I thought it was such a weird, weird, but yeah, I mean, you say your email address like a thousand times mm-hmm. and it, but for some reason, mine was the one that stuck out to her. Yeah. So well, what are you going to do? Called? No, no, I'm afraid of people. Um, okay, uh, let's actually get to, uh, the references here. Whoopi Goldberg was one of them, very famous person. Now she's the host of The View. Uh, but Academy Award, actually EGOT, EGOT winner, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, was mentioned here. Dick Tracy, Lori, we're gonna play a game here. If okay. you know the answer, say the truthful answer, but if you don't, bluff. Okay. And so Landry's gonna try and see if he agrees with your disagree with you. Like Hollywood Squares, Dick Tracy, Lori. That was a character that was based off the, Oh, I can't think of the actor's name, but he was the the song was "You're So Vain" was about him, and mm-hmm. he played the that character, and it was based off a comic book, I think, yeah. where it, he's like a private detective. You know, I on this past weekend, I think uh, Solandra was playing him on his Instagram stories. Uh, playing what? Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. <laughs> you know it. Uh, do you agree? That's my guess. Do you agree or disagree, Solandra? It, it's certainly not how I would have described it, but I will agree. Yeah, it's a weird backwards way into <laughs> yeah. it. That's how I do it. Yeah, you know that actor how my from, brain works. from Reds. He was in a movie, and Madonna was in it. And uh... I, I, I thought, I, honestly, here's here's how I was going to do it. I was going to say the actor whose sister was in that movie. What a way to go <laughs> with. <laughs> so we got lucky. Uh, yeah. Yeah, was so then I decided to do it a different way, but I remember Shirley MacLaine. So. All right, uh, Lady Di, Lori, Lady Di, Princess Diana, Solandra. Um, I'm gonna. That's what I thought too, but I, I don't think that's right. No, she's 100 percent right. Oh, my uh, mistake. Yeah, uh, Barnaby Jones, Lori. That was a cartoon about a dog. Mm-hmm. And the dog helped this little boy solve crime, I believe. Solandra? Uh, that felt confident, but I'm going to say no. You're right. It is a no. Very good bluff, Laura, on your part. It was a TV detective from the 70s. Again, totally insulting, Lori. I think they've done this insult before, but now they called her Barnaby Jones. Played by the guy from the Beverly Hillbillies, Buddy Epp. <laughs> He said, totally insulting Lori. <laughs> when you <laughs> meant mother? I meant mother. I meant Lorthy. Wow. I meant Lorthy. Um, <laughs> but, That's uh, what I am. I'm basically Dorothy and uh, myself combined. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit myself and a little bit someone else. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. There, but, but <laughs> Barnaby Jones was played by uh, Be- Buddy Epson. You guys would know him as the, the guy uh, from uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Jed Clamp. Uh-huh. So they're saying oh, that Lori okay. looks like <laughs> once again insulting Lorthy. Lorthy, uh, that that uh, B. Arthur looks like Buddy Epson. Okay, okay. Oliver North, Lori. Oliver North, uh, explorer and documentarian. I am. That's the way I lie. Is it okay? North. That's a compass explorer. <laughs> so I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah, that's Lori doing her. That's me. So her, I feel you. Her UCB uh, <laughs> strategy. We know. Yeah. 
So, uh, no, Oliver North was a major figure in the Iran-Contra scandal, which would have been very, very relevant at this time. And oh. uh, he was, like, one of the key organizers of the sale between the U.S. for arms to Iran for hostages. He was trying to orchestrate that whole thing. And uh, very, very, very famous at the time. All right. Tommy Lasorda, Lori. Tommy Lasorda. He was the manager of the Dodgers. Salandra? Disagree. Oh, my God. No, she's 100% right. Uh, very famous Italian-American manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Had a very big temper. Would go out and yell at the referees. He would have been very well known then. He just he actually just passed away within the past few months. Yeah. Uh, he just passed away. Okay, now this is actually about a, a, a novel in cold blood. The novel in cold blood. What is that about, Lori? It was written by Truman Capote, and it's about two men who uh, go to a... They just uh, happen upon a house. They go to this house and they kill the entire family. Salandra. Uh, this is the hardest it's ever been with Laurie, and I'm going to go ahead and agree. She, she was right. That is 100% right. Never doubt true crime with Laurie. Uh, can you explain the two Darians on Bewitched uh, joke that they're making there, Laurie? Yes, because there were two different actors who played Darren on Bewitched. <laughs> agree. That is true. There were two. One of them was a gay, by the way. I think they actually they may have both been gay. Well, but I least, feel like both of them. At were least a gay. one. At least one of them was a gay. Um, Probably did, why he was replaced. I did that once because at, when Mercedes had that house in Malibu and I would stay there, uh, the housekeeper one time goes, "Joe, are you a gay?" And I didn't know that was kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. The guest stars were Joe Campanella as Al Mullins, Detective Al Mullins, very well-known character actor. He was on several uh, soap operas, did a lot of work, just passed away, and he's working till the very end in 2018. He was good. He was a lot better than last week. He was very good. He's, I mean, yeah. this, is, this is a very seasoned character actor. People would have definitely yeah. known who he was, right? And he looked, like he, well. he looked like someone that you would know who he was, you know? Uh, George Clooney as Bobby Hopkins, and we all know who George Clooney is, right? Um, he slapped yeah. Barbara Walters. And then Barbara Tarbuck as Martha McDowell, a working character actress, worked until the very end, died in 2016 at the age of 74. Wow. This episode originally aired on May 2nd, 1987. In the last, since the last episode, there's actually a, a pretty big thing here. It's in the, in the time between this episode and the last episode, The Simpsons premiered for the first time as a short on the Tracy Ullman show. Wow. And uh, there we go. That's we what know happened. How that turned in, out. Yeah, in 1987. Lauren, let's start with you. How many cheesecakes do you give this out of 10? Um, uh, look, I, I see the thing that's heartbreaking about this is that I feel like the relationship between Dorothy and the officer, the the detective, was so fun to watch that I was like, I was heartbroken when it ended because it was like I would have loved to have seen their dynamic. They, I felt like they had such a great dynamic. So she I'm gonna gave give up it, way too soon. Yeah, I yeah, agree. it was well. I mean, it was one of those things where it was like I think we watched like a episode where they were like a ba- stranded on a deserted island and then you find out within like the last five minutes that they're it's like the hotel is like yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 down the street it's yeah. like one of those things where they're like we gotta end it <laughs> like that's right i guess you're right so i uh 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 so yeah i i give it a i give it three three cheesecakes I, I oh, was, that I low. felt like it could have 
Yeah, I felt like it could have been a really great episode if their if their relationship was allowed to continue. I mean, look, I will say the only reason I'm giving it a three is I genuinely laughed when uh, Sophia, I remembered her name, wow. uh, Sophia and her was tr- trying desperately to come up with a story or some kind of like nostalgic piece of advice. And she couldn't, you know, she's like, I'm drawing blanks. I got no, like, yeah. I'm like, I like that part. So I like that's why they, I give it a three. Oh, so it would have been lower without that joke that you don't remember. That and then uh, Rose at the door when she's like. Oh, yeah, that was uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Landra? Um, I will give it a six. Wow. Uh-huh. I wasn't thrilled with it, but I liked, I thought the guest stars were good and I don't feel that very often. So for that, uh, it's not lower. I think I'm going to five. I think it's still a standard issue episode of the Golden Girls. Good guest stars, you're right. Uh, but I think there are gives and takes. There are some solid jokes, like Rose at the Door was very funny. But then there are some, like, cop-outs with Laura- Dorothy all of a sudden going, wait a minute, you're a cop? Yeah. I feel they could have brought him back for a multi-episode arc. You know, at least yeah. let it see it play out for a while. Give her a f- chance. Yeah. Look, I th- honestly, I felt like if this had been a three episode arc, I felt like it could have it could have been better. It would have made more sense because they jammed three episodes worth of stuff into one episode. I mean, she should have like started dating him, or they should have flirted, then ca- got together. They start dating. Then the third episode, the drug, the Julie heist goes down, mm-hmm. and then she realizes that she can't be with him. Yeah, like that would have been made more sense. But she went from like literally saying she'd give her right arm, yeah, to date guy, to then not wanting to even sleep with him. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Have a good fuck, and then be like, you know what? Yeah. You also, might get shot. Also, like two or three episodes ago, wasn't she like willing to like sacrifice her religion to fuck this priest? Good point. And now this cop who like they really get on and stuff like that, she's like, mm, I'll be worried. And you know, too much. when you're in a cult, it means a lot to sacrifice also, that for yes, it. Let's, exactly. let's be on- also, here's the other thing too. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. If she were George Clooney's age and it was George Clooney, I'd be like, okay, we have. I mean, this guy's near retirement, right? I was like, thinking that too, and like, he made it this far. Yeah. How much longer yeah. do you think he has? Yeah. Like it's gonna. I was gonna know. say he could die as a cop. He could die of old age. Like this is the chance we got to yeah, take. Also, if I were cop. Dorothy, if I were Dorothy, I'd marry that because a he lives and you're stoked, or b he dies as a cop and you get the pension. Wow, it's yeah. a win-win. It's a win-win for Dorothy. Yeah. Um, also, I noticed well, she, that, she's got this sitcom that she's got to do, <laughs> so she can't. You know. <laughs> yeah, he lives in Miami. She's in LA filming a sitcom. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh, I noticed, Laura, you brought something up that this past episode and this episode, Thank these you. are the first regular occurrence of the picture this, you know, before it was dribs and drabs. And actually, I think yeah. I noticed the first person to actually do it was uh, Sophia's sister. Yeah. And Sophia does it one time, but now this is the first time we've seen it two in a row. It seems, it seems like they realize this is a thing. The picture this. And so I think yeah. that we're seeing the birth of that iconic <laughs> Uh, trope. All right, guys, let's call it a day there. Lori, thank you so much for your two weeks of, uh, of dedication. Dedication here, Lori. Two weeks in a row. I can't believe you. You're such a trooper. Lori's already on to her next podcast. She's already looking at something else. <laughs> Unfortunately, she left, but she, she did come yeah. for two weeks. She's shopping on Wish yeah. right now as we speak. But uh. No, I'm writing up my individual development plan for school. It's what I'm supposed to hand all of my my 
work my school when I go in. Oh my so gosh, be nice please don't let us stop you. Yeah. Yeah. It'll Didn't be mean nice to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And under frequently guys, asked if questions. Could, if you guys can be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> You guys be quiet. Is, I'm trying to wear that. Yeah, and, and the frequently asked questions. It's no, I'm not one of the special needs students. I'm the teacher. Uh, Salandra, um, thank you for being a friend. Oh my goodness! See you at Wolfies. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A D A M S A L A N D R A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast.